What's going on, beautiful ones? I'm Tiangelo, your male girlfriend. We will be discussing how to navigate this thing called life. Ultimately, in an effort to live life to the fullest, we'll be meeting some new girlfriends. We'll have some industry experts come in. And I am so excited that we are here together at the Male Girlfriend Podcast. Beautiful. We will be discussing everything. We'll sip on the most from business, maybe an apple cream, maybe breastfeeding, whatever your favorite choice is. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, are you serious right now? Girl, I love you. I appreciate you. Welcome to the Male Girlfriend Podcast. Well, girlfriends, we are here once again for another fabulous experience at the Male Girlfriend Podcast, but I have something special going on. So usually I have my girlfriends come on for the little interview session. So, are you ready? Are you ready? No, no, no. You have to get close to the radio. You're good. Rosa Alejandra has agreed to do the entire show with us today. <laughs> so, hey, Miss Rosa, how you doing, beautiful? I am doing great. So happy to have you here. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So, girlfriends, we are sitting in Alejandra's... I'm calling her last name. It's Alejandra. You say it way better than I do. Alejandra. Right. It sounds good on your tongue. Alejandra. So Miss Alejandra's home, a beautiful home, by the way. Thank you. Thank you for letting us invade your space. Oh, that's good. She had to kick the dogs out and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like 100 degrees. Well, it's not 100 today. <laughs> no, they're not outside. They're just put away. Okay. Perfect. Thank you for allowing us to invade. So what has been going on with you? You have been traveling. You back on the scene being your badass self. Girl. Well, you know, my badass self needed some time off. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I definitely, I've been traveling, I've been moving around because I have been in search of a inner peace. Okay. Um, I suffer from various things, one of them being chronic pain, the other one being an autoimmune disease. And I noticed that as a businesswoman, I wasn't showing up the way I should. Ooh, okay. Or the way I wanted to, I should say. Right. Because of these issues that I had. So I had to go find answers. I had to go find... If not cures, at least some type of methods that were going to help me start showing up like the badass self that I believe myself to be. And that's why I went on a sabbatical. Sabbatical is like another way of saying self-care. Pretty much. Like you really did take the time to do you, be you, and just enhance you. Yes, which is like the hardest think anybody can do. <laughs> especially in our American culture where it's all about more, 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 give, yes. give, give, yes. especially of yourself. Okay, okay. So I am so excited to be sitting here, just FYI. Oh, thank you. Because we spend so much digital time with each other, you know? So to actually be, I'm poking her, y'all. Like, I'm poking. Like, this is really real. Like, she's yeah, really. I'm liking it, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um,. We were talking, girlfriends, before we got on with the show about the whole self-love of it all, really loving yourself. And y'all hear me talk about this all the time, about really recognizing your amazingness, telling yourself I'm amazing, reminding yourself you're amazing. And I know, Rosa, you talk about the same thing. Like, what is your position? Okay, actually, I tell my girlfriends to say I'm amazing, and I tell them to say I'm enough, and I tell them to say that I'm worthy. Mm -hmm. How do you approach feeling your amazing self how do you remind yourself that you are in love with you you know i always go back to when i was a little girl okay. always okay. that is how i remind myself that's how i keep myself on track because if i mean let's i'll take you there when you were young yes even though you probably didn't have the best circumstances around you okay 
I've been to anything you were fearless and you were full of dreams. Of course. And no matter what was happening, you still wanted to be either that astronaut or that dancer or the, whatever it is that we wanted to be. We still wanted to be in nothing around us, no circumstance around us would actually deter us from it. If anything, it would just make it bigger and bigger. I just right. want to be this. I just want to grow up and do this and do that. So I always go back to, and I cons and I call everything I do, you know, the unstoppable badass, not because of who I am today, but because of who I've been since I was little. So it's an, I call that it, I, I call myself that in honor of little me because she has always been an unstoppable badass regardless of her circumstances and that is how I try to live my life by honoring her and everything she's ever dreamed about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is how I connect self-care self-love to everything I do and the badass word to everything I do it's because of her she inspires me to keep moving because I always have to take care of her do you still feel her today absolutely that is the only way I can move on I mean I, I am nothing without her and she's nothing without me. And what is she doing today? How does she feel about the you of today? She is a little bit upset because of the things that have been happening in my adult life, you know, the things that have been stopping me, but she's also the one that keeps me going because, right. as an, you know, we were just talking about adulting off of air. Yes. And adulting, y'all. That shouldn't be easy. I'm about to curse. Hell the fuck, okay. yes. Because <laughs> adulting needs some curse words, honey. You know, trying to control everything and God knows I'm a control freak mm. so if there's a control freak out there oh my God do we suffer mm. so she comes in to remind me let's play right let's chill it's not that serious, but we're still going to be on track because we're still dreamers. We're still one. This. And plus, you know, depending also on your personality, if you're a personality of fire, mm -hmm. you're so difficult to sit down. And that's <laughs> something I have to do in the sabbatical. I have to sit down, shut up, and deal with myself. Right, know? right. So, um, but yeah, that's that's actually how I deal with, you know, self-care, self-love. It's always about little me. It's not about grown me because grown me fucks up all the time. So, like, what if you you not you know? Cause I know, girl, you don't be feeling it. I I be seeing the posts sometimes, and I talk with you, and you don't always be feeling it. How do you bring it back? Can you go to little her, and yes. she brings you back, or is yes. it something else that brings you back? I always go back to little her, but you know, you want to know how I do it? A drink? Nope. Okay. <laughs> the mirror, babe. The mirror. I get into the mirror. That could be a scary place. Only if you don't know yourself. Oh. Only if you haven't developed that relationship with yourself, which is a lot of your girlfriends out there and my girlfriends out there haven't been able to develop that relationship with themselves. So yes, the mirror will be freaking scary until you're willing to face yourself. And trust me, once you do, you're going to find everything else that you've been missing. Okay. Go to the mirror. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. That's so awesome. Okay. I'm trying to chew on that one. <laughs> I see. I see your breathing. Your breathing completely changed. <laughs> I did because I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't frequent the mirror. I guess for a place of growth. I frequent the mirror for a place of ego. Um, oh well, see ego. that's well because you're living in the external world. But, but also because as a dancer, yes, true. we spend so much mirror time. For the ego, yeah. look at me, look at me, look at me, because I'm so worth being looked at, looked mm. at, looked at. <laughs> and see, more than a dancer, I'm a choreographer. So the mirror actually pulls out my creative. Mm -hmm. So I've never really honestly been able to get into the mirror for ego reasons. I oh. get into the mirror for Creativity. management issues. Like for example, if I'm teaching a class, I am 100% looking at the mirror and I've been taught a thousand times, face your clients. Okay. No, I'm looking at the mirror because if I'm looking at the mirror, I can see 
the person 50th on the back row, on right. the left side, I can see if her finger was wrong like that. Like my mirror is my management tool for everything I could possibly see, my peripheral, my outer world, even my inner world, if I decide to start into my eyes. That's beautiful. So that's how I use the mirror. And I always use the mirror that way. And I have a girlfriend who actually writes on her mirror. I think she does, either she writes on it or she has post-its. I forget mm-hmm. offhand. I think she, no, she writes on it with dry erase. And she puts like the I am, and then mm-hmm. she says what she is around the mirror. So when she's in that bathroom, of course, doing the you're prep, repeat mm-hmm. you're repeating it, you're seeing it, it's in your psyche, it's in that subconscious, mm-hmm. and you are becoming the more of you that you want to be. And the thing about repeating <clears throat> those things, those are, that's awesome. But I'll be the first one to tell you that repeating is not good enough. You have to really sit in the feeling of it. Yes, 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 yes. And, so, and that's why the mirror is so imperative. Because if it's bullshit, the mirror is going to make you cry. But that's when you know you're actually making a step forward. If, if you cry, if you get very emotional, if you find this like, what's it called, resistance uh-huh. with what you're saying and looking at yourself in the mirror at the same time. You're about to break through some something serious. Wow. Keep it keep going, keep going, keep going until you can actually sit with that feeling and increase that feeling. Didn't you have a class on this? I did. Yeah. And I do actually. It's called the mirror method, as a matter of fact. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I feel like I remember some depth about this. That's right. Yeah, you yes. told me. Okay, okay, yes, okay. Yes. So while we talk to my girl Rosa, I know we said that at the end, but let me just say it kind of up front. Honey, for my girlfriends listening, so if they want to find more of your methods and in, in your helps and stuff, where can they locate you in the digital world? Okay, so um, on Instagram, I am the Unstoppable Badass. Unstoppable Badass. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, and you have to put the, the Unstoppable Badass in front of it. Is that um, T-H-E? Yes, correct. Okay. And um, on my website, my website is the UnstoppableBadassAcademy.com. Okay, y'all. There you go. Go to the academy because she has. I know you have the um, the goals. Yes. The yes, free yes, giveaway yes, yes. for the yes, goals. Yes, I have free downloads, uh, and you can actually access all of that through my Instagram. You have all the tabs there that you want to go see. Um, so you can access my website through Instagram as well. Awesome sauce. Yes. Okay, I wanted to put that out, girls, oh, kind of earlier on. So if we get too carried away later on or whatever, <laughs> I don't we, think we, that'll we, happen. It don't, but. <laughs> With me, honey. Carried away, actually, is what I be doing. So, um, at this point, girlfriends, we're going to go ahead and get into the T. Angelo sip. So, yo, DJ, drop that beat, yo! Alrighty, girlfriends. So I actually finished sipping on my drink for today. What did you have over there, Miss Rose? I see you got a drink going on too. What you working with? Well, because of my issues, I always have to find something that reduces inflammation. So okay. I am I am drinking, oh my god, what's Hamaica called? Hamaica. Hamaica. No, it's called Hamaica. It is okay, so <laughs> red flower. I don't know if there's I just heard it called Hamaica. Okay, well, cool. So that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> Okay, well, today, girlfriends, I had an aloe exposed, what is that, aloe water with aloe vera and honey into it. So they know during the tea sip, I try to be sipping on something. But we've been sitting here for a minute hanging out, girl, so I done sipped my last sip. (laughs) But anyhow, today's sip topic, okay? Today's sip topic, I got offline and I was scrolling through and this spoke to me, so I decided to share with you today. And I read. Stop letting your potential go to waste because you don't feel confident or you don't feel ready enough. People with half your talent are making 
sequel, excuse me, are making serious waves while you are still wanting to feel ready. Let me tell you when, okay, first of all, I read this on the Instagram and that's where I decided to bring it to you. But I've had this said to me before, okay, by another really good girlfriend of mine. And she was like, Tiangelo, your desire for perfection is really killing your game. People don't really want that. They just want the real you, nappy hair, and all. And so she was going on to say, Tangela, by you searching for perfection, you sitting there three, four, six months waiting to get into the game. Just like the hot, like what is it called? Like double dutch. Little bit, little bit, little bit. <laughs> like double dutch. I'm gonna get in, hold on. No, no, keep turning. I'm gonna get in, I'm gonna get in, keep turning. But while I'm sitting here trying to keep turning, getting in, the idiot from down the street rolled his skateboard, tripped and fell, and threw doo-doo in his face. A million hits. Yeah. A million followers. Yeah. Then the other kid danced a jig or something. Now he on the Ellen show. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm still doing, y'all? I'm still editing my video because I don't feel ready enough. And you know, can I add something? I yeah, have girl. a story about this. Oh, yes. I'm and, here for it. And this, is, and this is funny. And it's something that, again, you know, when you have something that you really love and you have the passion inside you, it naturally comes. And, and sometimes perfection won't stop you if you are that passionate. So always go back to asking why you're doing things. Okay. Because that is going to get you there. But I am an obese woman. Okay. I've always had uh, weight issues. And okay. then ever since I got my autoimmune disease, I gained 100 pounds. Oh, wow. So I've been, okay. I've been struggling with this. But again, I've always been in the dance and fitness industry. And I purposely got myself into that one because I love to dance. Two, because I knew I had to get this ass, <laughs> you know, moving for the rest of my life because I have weight issues. And she but, got dunker, y'all. She got dunk. Ah, yeah. she got dunk. Ah, she got dunk. She got dunk. She got dunk. She got dunk. That's why it's called that ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm I, I could have it was very very difficult knocking on doors at 250 pounds and say hey i can come and teach fitness classes for you and how tall are you i am five seven so five seven and two fifteen. Yes. No, you're not teaching my class because you're too big and can't exactly. teach me nothing. Exactly. Like, how the hell are you going to come into a fitness institution and with that image and you know right, and teach? Right, right. So I knocked and knocked and knocked. Nobody opened. I started renting um, studio space and I started teaching there. People started following me. Why? Because I look like them. Mm -hmm. I was not that ideal petite person telling you, come on, you can lose weight when probably she's never even had a weight issue. She doesn't even know anything about what it feels like to carry this weight and still struggle every day to not care about what other people think mm -hmm. about you, right? Mm -hmm. So then... Finally, one person, and I remember clearly this one person, I will never forget her. She gave me the opportunity at a Gold's Gym uh, over here, like I'm from Washington and Fresno. now. And literally, like she was auditioning me and I don't think I did a minute within the song. And she's like, you're hired. And after that, everyone wanted a piece of me because my physique has nothing to do with my abilities to get you to where you want to be. Okay. And I was changing and transforming lives and bodies and, and confidence levels in women. Like, I never thought I could. Women would come to me and say, oh, my God, never stop doing what you're doing. And I'd be like, but I'm just shaking my ass. Yes. And <laughs> I love shaking ass. Just and, yeah, and, no. and they'd be like, no, you don't understand. You're actually healing people. And, and so I was like, Whoa. if you hadn't waited to be skinny to do that. I would still be waiting because I just gained 100 pounds. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, I've, I've already had a successful career for over 17 years in this in this area. And I've been very, very well known in my in my community because I didn't want to be perfect. And that's what it is, people. So I'm going to read this again. Can y'all sip on this? Y'all should get, if my, I wish my bottle wasn't empty. Right, you got to sip on that. 
A little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stop letting your potential go to waste because you don't feel confident enough or ready enough. So talk about this confidence, y'all. People who have who, who appear to have confidence don't usually have confidence. But what they have is the wherewithal and the determination to push that stuff through. Okay? You get confidence by doing the thing. You don't get confidence by waiting at home trying to figure it out. No, you get into the thing and you do it. Because I have seen so many... Okay, here we go. Here's a perfect one right here. How many girlfriends have been sitting at home watching somebody do something half-assed and you thinking, I can do that way better. Matter of fact, I just did this last week. And boom, they doing the thing, but you complaining why they doing it. How many girlfriends have been at the job and wanted the promotion or wanted to move up and you didn't because you didn't do the thing, but then you see that stupid heifer, I almost call her the B word, but <laughs> you see that stupid heifer, she gets it because she just believed in herself enough. Okay, so stop waiting for the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Your kids are never going to be old enough. Your body is never going to be perfect. You are never going to have enough money. You are never going to be pretty enough. You are never going to be smart enough. You are never, none of it. Okay? And if y'all remember a couple of weeks ago, my girl Shayla shared, learn, leap, and I forgot what it is now. But basically, I forgot. It's the three L's. She told me the three L's, and I forgot them already. Look, leap, and learn. I think that was it. Look, leap, and learn. Okay? Don't waste your self-worth, your self-everything waiting for something. And I told y'all when this podcast first started how long it took me to get... Matter of fact, I told y'all about the friends who had their podcast up before me. This is one. <laughs> this is one. Rosa was another one. Who was like, we talked about it before we even had we podcasts. Sure we sure did. And she was like, yeah, tell me to get it started, whatever, whatever. This heifer had the audacity to go to Mexico and start a podcast. Yeah, I did it out of this country <laughs> while I was on a sabbatical. Yeah, I totally did. And I'm sitting here like, wow, she has a podcast. <laughs> wow, she has and, I, and, what, and what did I tell you? It is not a competition. No, 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 no. It's not a competition. Not, but it, I didn't feel competition, but I did feel like I was slacking. But, like, but was it because of perfection? No, nope. Because this show ain't perfect. Episodes one <laughs> and twos, you know, I'm still getting better. It had nothing to do with perfection, you guys. I did not wait to for anything. Good. I literally said, I'm doing this. I knew nothing about how to put a podcast together because it was way different than the internet radio show that I had years ago. And I got a sound engineer and I got a microphone. Do you know that you have a lot more than I do? I have my cell phone and I have my ear, my ear, uh, whatever this called. Earbuds. That's it. That's all I have. And she started her podcast with that. And I still haven't bought a big mic. I still haven't bought a laptop or anything like that. No. Because you, you don't need it no, you for don't. this process. And I got it just because of the quality. I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. it, was, it was available to me. Yeah. But otherwise, no, you just get it started. Mm -hmm. And for, I have a, a girlfriend. Matter of fact, you guys, um, Jasmine A. Watson, my sister, she was on the show, what episode back or whatever, and she talked about starting her business. She still has a full time job. She's a, basically an active single mother mm -hmm. of four children. Oh my goodness. And all the other craziness that she do, and she's starting her business. Mm -hmm. And recently, she's been getting client after client. What if she waited? What if she waits right. for her 10-month-old to be out of high school? And the thing about waiting is like, okay, I get, the, I get the part of being insecure, not having the confidence, not knowing what you're getting into. What if people don't like you? I get all that bullcrap that unfortunately takes over our mind. Mm -hmm. But what if you grasped the idea of the longer you wait, the less you bless people because they're waiting for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They are already waiting for you and you're being so selfish sitting there wait, you know, waiting and dwelling on your insecurities when there is people that you should be serving. And people with half your talent mm -hmm. are making serious waves 
while you're sitting there waiting to be ready. And I love that for people that are still used to comparing themselves. But on the other hand, you know what I mean? Because to me that, and I mean, you know, it, it could be a slow debate if you want, but to me that sounds like a, comp a com what's it called? competition. Competition. Like right. you're looking out to see who's doing what and you need to be doing this now. Right. And, well, you know, okay, if, that, if you're still comparing yourself, then yeah, grab that concept that he just read. But if you're not one to be comparing yourself, then just remember, you are a blessing, you are unique, you have a talent that you're supposed to be giving to others. You came here to give service, so fucking give service to stop dwelling on your insecurities. And your insecurities actually are a service to us. They are, they yeah. are, they are, they are. Because now I know I'm not by myself, I'm not alone. Are y'all sipping on this? Are y'all, for my girlfriend listening, I know you looking like, oh, there's that thing I'm supposed to do, then get to it. If you probably signing up for school to get that degree, then get to it. Mm -hmm. You supposed to be that nurse, then get to it. Yep. You supposed to be that fitness girl and you still overweight, get to it. Get to it. If you supposed to cut your hair and you scared because you've been growing your hair the whole time, get to it. If you supposed to tell your boyfriend of a long time that this ain't working and you nervous because you feel like you're the smallest rendition of yourself, stop lying and get to it. The beauty of taking action, you can always redirect whenever the fuck you want to. But if you don't take action, you sit you in that exactly. smut. You, you just sit know. in it. Exactly. Girl, I need take a drink. Action. Are we sipping in it? Are we sipping in it today? Are y'all sipping in this? Listen, go out there and do your thing. Don't wait. Because as we heard, tomorrow's not promised. And, I, and I'm going to close up with this, girls. I think about Tupac sometimes. Mm -hmm. And as when Tupac was out, I'm not like a major Tupac fan. I can't tell you nothing he ever made outside of a single, you know, California dream, mm -hmm. whatever. I think he was 23 when he died. Mm -hmm. He was 23 when he died. Did he wait? And look at the effect that he had on the world. Mm -hmm. Okay? And there's a lot of other people I'm not going to work into naming. But my point is, do the thing. Stop waiting for something to happen and do the thing. Because... If you don't, somebody else will. You supposed to be delivering the mail, and if you don't, somebody else will. I'm gonna get off of this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it go. So, y'all just go ahead and sip on that. Alrighty, girlfriends. Thanks for hanging around here at the Male Girlfriend Podcast. Did I sound weird when I said Male Girlfriend? Okay, perfect. Male Girlfriend Podcast. <laughs> I got my girl Rosa here with me, the unstoppable badass. What makes you so unstoppable? You know, I... <laughs> All right. Do you want me to start from scratch? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know where... It just hit me. Like, I don't even know what makes you so unstoppable. The fact that I don't ever stop. I mean, I've been hit left and right with all kinds of curveballs. Okay. And I am so determined. So, because I have so much passion. I got it. So let, you know, now I say this when I say I got it. This is what I'm thinking. Share a bit of your story for my listening girlfriends. How you went from fitness to the, um, the coaching mm -hmm. to the extra 100 pounds. Explain how you were the fitness girl, how mm -hmm. you got the 100 pounds. You mm -hmm. talk about chronic pain. Mm -hmm. Talk mm -hmm. to us about that. Mm -hmm. What is this? What was going on? I really honestly believe this was all a story of lack of self-love. 
Oh. I really, really believe that. Okay. Um, so, you know, like I said, I started um, I started getting into fitness probably back in 2001. Okay. I've always danced my entire life. I mean, I was choreographing when I was 15 years old. I was choreographing quinceañeras weddings. I've always loved to create. I'm extremely creative. Um, but then I started having, you know, after after I had my, my son, I started having weight issues. Okay. So I only got knows if my thyroid was messed up since then. I don't know. I had no clue. So what, you have a thyroid? Now I do. I have a thyroid. I actually have something that's called hashing disease so it it's not really specifically the thyroid it is antibodies that reside in your blood that attack your thyroid mm. it's trying to destroy your thyroid so in, in my blood does not i does not differentiate now uh, a good um an invader or a good cell it is just attacking everything wow mm -hmm. so that caused me to to you know to <laughs> gain a hundred pounds and I don't digest my food the same way. I don't process sugars and carbs the same way. Oh my gosh. Uh, and also it creates a lot of inflammation in my body. So I'm extremely in pain. Uh, but going back to, uh, to my dance fitness journey, I was thankfully, you know, I became so popular to well, I was able to open my studio. And I opened my studio. It lasted about two years. On the third year, I started having horrible, horrible pain on my lower back. My right leg was going numb. My mm. my sciatic was pinched, and it was pinched like forever. Usually, your sciatic gets pinched, and it's three days, four days, and you're good. Okay. No, it, it would just not let go. I I recall teaching classes with tears down my eyes because I could not move. Like, I can feel that energy. Oh like my I, gosh. I feel I feel that. You feel me? I do. Because <laughs> yeah, I will never. I mean, I've lived in chronic pain for so long that. I'm afraid of chronic pain now. I'm afraid of my body. I'm afraid of doing anything. So you lose a little bit of that confidence, you know? My mother had a, and I forget what she had, but she had a chronic pain issue where she moved a certain way. If she laughed, if she sneezed, yes. she would go into these muscle spasms. And one night we were getting dressed to leave to go out for something. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking it up. I think mm -hmm. I was in her room and she's getting dressed. This is years ago. Mm -hmm. But she bent down to pick up her shoe. Mm -hmm. And all hell broke loose. Mm -hmm. She went down to pick up the shoe and everything locked up. Her back locked up. She was like, oh my God, son, son, son. And I'm like, what? Like, and I know she had spasms, but this hadn't happened like this before. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I don't know if we probably made it out of the house. I don't remember now. But if she sneezed, she'd have to go. Oh, it's horrible. Because if she let it out, it would be bad. And so we, she had surgery eventually that got that under control. And the doctor said after she had her checkup, so how is it going? Are you able to sneeze now? Are you laughing now? And she's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't sneeze and laugh. He said, if you don't sneeze and laugh, we don't know if it worked. So we need you to sneeze and laugh. Yeah. She was very afraid. Yes. And now, every time this woman sneezes, she thanks God like he gave her a new breath oh, of air. Because awesome. she can go, at you, and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how raw can I get with, with your show? Uh, raw? I mean, like, girl, this is the girlfriend. Right. I mean, we talk, well, this is what we do. Like, we talk about it. Part of that is, like, I, uh, I've been afraid. I try to avoid sex. Because if I reach orgasm, that means I'll be bedridden for three days. Because it messes up my back. So, I literally have been celibate for about 22 months. Because... Because I'm afraid of orgasms. That... Well, well, okay. And you learned this because of having one. Exactly. During my pains. And then... Oh my... So it messes up so many different areas of your life. Living in chronic pain. I never even thought of... Yes. 
and we talked we talked about the chronic pain girlfriends and i'm thinking about different areas of your life yeah wow and i'm getting chills when i say that because it's like it's it's a natural thing that you need or right. like, it, it is just like you have to remove it consciously from your life because it's that or pain. And I feel like women as a whole, y'all just got a chance to even have an orgasm like less than 100 years ago. Y'all wasn't even allowed to have orgasms. <laughs> and now right? that you having it. And you then have to suppress it. You were opening me up to a whole other thing. I think my eyelash fell in my face. <laughs> oh my goodness. While we having this moment. But how many of my girlfriends... Y'all going through and this. And it's something that is we don't talk about because women are still ashamed of their body and all of that stuff. I almost want to cry for you right now. Well, you know, I don't. It's so funny because I don't feel like crying, but I can I can genuinely tell you if you're listening, like my entire body got warm and I have chills. So obviously my body is having a, rea- a visceral reaction to what you I needed, just said. Because you needed to say it. Yeah. And I'm not crying. I don't think I've ever said it. And I'm not crying because... You can't have an orgasm. I'm more so crying because it's just those things in life that you want to experience that really keep you from it. Like, in this case, it's orgasm. Or it could be going to Disneyland with your family, which you might love to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. I cannot go to Universal Studios because if I get on that... Roller coaster. Oh, my back will be jacked up. And I love Universal Studios. (laughs) Yes. Did you tell the doctor this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What did they they say? Um, Well, basically, you know, they always offer to cut into your spine. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Me me being a dancer, no, you're not touching my spine. So what I did back then is I literally put myself in bed for seven months. Uh, At the same time that I I was bedridden, the United States told me that they, I didn't, I hadn't, Place my son's papers within enough time. So my son had to move to Mexico City after growing up with me. So at the same time that I lost my studio, lost my health, I lost my son. And I believe, I genuinely believe that's what, that's what came about. Uh, that's what brought Hashimoto's on. Because Hashimoto's comes after a very stressful situation or something very impactful. And I think that's when I actually developed that illness that I didn't really find out. I had it until about two years ago. And, wow. this, and what, everything I'm telling you happened seven years ago. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And were you were you experiencing stuff before you found out that you had it? Like, what led you to, I guess, what led you or the doctors to figuring out that's what the issue is? The Hashimoto's. Yeah. Um, just just the weight gain. I I lived in Chicago for for a minute because I was running away from all of my clients. They still wanted my classes. You know, I've been blessed enough to where I built amazing report with these clients. Who runs away from clients? Ah, uh, people in pain. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. People look how quick, look how quick I forgot, y'all. <laughs> exactly, and that's and that's something that people with chronic pain deal with every single day. You it's... have to repeat and explain and repeat and explain because people really don't get it. My partner suffers from uh, a chronic pain, and I won't go deep into it because he don't like me putting his business in the street. But he's even gotten frustrated. Like, T, you just forget. Yes. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to remember? Because you look so regular. Like, if you right. want me to remember, you should say something. Right. Like mention, like but we cannot. Be, I mean, we don't want to live life complaining. In my head, I didn't want him to complain. Like, don't do that. But just mention, like, hey, yo, the sun, and this is not his issue. I'm just throwing something out there, y'all. But if he be like, yo, that sun is beaming, so I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, I be thinking, throw me a bone, throw me a bone. So I'm, I'm not asking you to keep, you know, I'm not saying to, to, to complain or be a handicap or an irritant. I'm just saying, as the family, as your loved one, as your support, as your client, throw me a bone. Because sometimes I feel like I forget. And as your family and your friends, sometimes we just forget. But, you know, let's talk about this. Let's okay. talk about this because you, 
As your family, as your love, how can you forgive? Because you look regular. Like because if you we were are regular. No, no, you look regularly perfectly fine regular. Like if you were limping, uh -huh. I can remember. If you were walking with like a hunched shoulder, mm -hmm. I can remember. Mm -hmm. But if you skip in, we walk in, we eating, you doing this, everything. This, this is our silent. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, but that and I get both points of it, but mm -hmm. I literally have said to him, throw me a bone. I'm not saying you have to complain, but if you happen to notice, okay, he's forgetting that this thing is a thing. Mm -hmm. You simply be like, yo, bae. I'm like, what? And give me the look like, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> like, I'm serious because I don't want to be insensitive. So, so have you thought, and this is just maybe, you know, I'm throwing it out there, maybe you have. Have okay. you thought of reading about what he's going through? Because if you read and you educated yourself, you would never forget because you would actually indulge yourself into his world a little bit. That was the mic drop, y'all, right and, and, there. And that is love, right? That there. is. Let me tell you. First of all, hell the fuck no, it didn't cross my mind okay. to read up on it. It never would have thought. I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking. So, I've asked him about it. I've asked you. First of all, he didn't want to talk about it. Right. Okay, because we had to meet. And when I met him, he had this. So we had to get to a point in the relationship where he talked to me about it. Mm -hmm. And then as you get more comfortable and you continue to grow together, you tell me more. Then I get to see a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, more, more. And then I'm used to it. Mm -hmm. So I forget. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, to say, look into it, learn about it. That's an extraordinary yes. idea. So to all the listening girlfriends, if you're suffering from a chronic issue and you feel like your family or support people are not with you, I don't say they don't want to be, but this is a great, that's a good honey. I'm dropping the mic again. Because I... I'm honestly with you. If I read, it's just like when you think about people in the social world of what people are going through. Let's just say in the, you know, for the life of the black and brown people in America, mm -hmm. other nationalities don't always get it. But then when you watch a movie like Selma or what's the new one from out, uh, When They See Us. Right. That's the latest. Right. Mm -hmm. When you see yeah, that film, you get a better understanding and know you won't forget. Rosa, because, I almost, because, because really, I mean, somebody that's suffering or that is, you know, whether it's, like you say, you know, the black people issues or the chronic pain people issues, how many times do you really want to keep explaining yourself? At some point, you're like, Psh. I mean, and, and this might not be the truth, but this is what goes through our mind. Right, right. You don't care. You don't even care to understand. You better get out my relationship. You don't know my yeah. relationship, honey. Well, don't you, don't you, know you sound what? like my man. You don't even know him like you know that, okay? What? I had to get in, I had, I had to get in, my, man, in my man's face. Because that's, no, that's what he said to me. He was like, Tangelo, clearly you don't care. That is not what the fuck it is. That's what I'm saying. Don't, you don't ever know. But that's you know. how we feel, and you cannot make a change. No, I'm not asking you to change it, but what I am saying... If you see that I'm not on point, I don't want you to complain. I don't want you to explain yourself. I want you to throw me a bone, not a piece of but meat. But why do we have to throw you a bone when we've been telling you over and over and over and over? If you really care, go read up. Show us. No, that's care. no, that's a great, that's mm -hmm. a great tip. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I never heard to go read up. Yeah. I feel like going to read up would definitely make it better. Yes, definitely. And let's say the person was like, you know, if I'm going to the pregnant world, when the pregnant wife is going to her different meetings, mm -hmm. nowadays they take the husband with him. Yes. Well, of course he better understands. Yeah. I spent most of my 2018 learning about breastfeeding. I didn't know all the fucking issues that women went through, but a lot of my girlfriends were going. I was like, oh my gosh, now I better understand. So for you to tell me to go read up on his thing. And she done got me all the way together. I'm going to have to leave her house. And I got a word. Like, I, got, I came here to interview and talk about girl talk. And she done gave me a word. Y'all can flash around a collection plate, okay? <laughs> no, that's... I really thank you for that one. I'm going to tell him. And I thank you for it, too, because we're... 
I mean, as you're becoming aware, we're making others aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's a good one. It's not just you. I go through it, you know, with my family members, with my boyfriend. I go through it with friends, with clients that don't really understand that I literally cannot do what they want me to do. And even though they're willing to throw money at me to do that, to shake my ass, I'm going to have to stay hungry for a little bit because I cannot shake my ass. You see what I'm saying? But they don't get it. Right. So when you mentioned your boyfriend... How, when the whole orgasmic painful experience happens, does it happen in that moment? Like, did you lock up in pain at that moment and he had to watch you go through that? Yes. And still up to date, he forgets. Huh. So at some point, you, like I said, you, you get tired of explaining. <laughs> like, you just saw me. You took me to emergency room. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> Not I, for what it's worth, and I hate to be on this side of things, but yo, homie, I think that one's kind of messed up. I wasn't there when he got this issue. I didn't have to take him to emergency. I feel like I would have remembered that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But, but you know what? I'm going to tell you, too. I've been very smart about this. My my relationship is a long-distance long relationship. He lives in Indiana. I live here. So, I keep it that way because <laughs> and it works. Well, that worked out. Yeah, it works. Oh, my gosh. Honey, you have got me so much together right now. I am... Amen. Amen, honey. <laughs> so, as you work with your clients now as the unstoppable badass coach you are, what are some of the common trends that you're seeing women are, A, struggling with, and then what are they praising themselves for? Going back, I always, you will always, always hear me go back to self-love. Yeah. Always, because they are so busy living outside of them, mm -hmm. and they, they're praising themselves for all of their external. Yeah. But when they come home and they take off the makeup, they take off the nails, or the wig, or whatever it is they have on, mm -hmm. they won't dare to look at themselves in the mirror and say, hey, good job, you had a great day, I love you. Right. Or thank you, we're, we're badass, we kick ass. Or even in the morning, hey, we're going to go out there, we're going to have a great day. It's a lack of self-love, and they're not happy, so they're portraying something that they really are not, and the problem with that is not just affecting them mm -hmm. it's affecting everybody around them. I have a quote and I probably I haven't probably I know I've said on this show before that Janet Jackson said that I love is when you hate you you hate everyone that day Amen. and so everyone who encounters you and the same thing happens <coughs> when you love you everyone around you gets you love everybody around you. so then what are they what are they praising themselves for what are they doing what are, what are your clients saying that is going so very well Usually they praise themselves when they're comparing themselves to others. Okay. You know, like I accomplished this or, you know, I'm at your level finally or I already, you know, scaled up or I already did this. Um, but they still don't have any true essence to what it is that they're doing. I think our culture doesn't really, <laughs> um, they don't talk about this. They don't, they don't promote it. They, especially in this digital world of the, the, the hashtags and the, the likes and all this stuff, it's really about outward, outward love and appreciation. But I totally get you because I've talked about, I haven't talked about it on the show, but I've talked about having an event, excuse me, where it was like a weekend thing. Mm -hmm. And on day one, we would all come to like the welcome party, looking fine as wine. This mm -hmm. party is going to be, you better wear your best, honey, because we're mm -hmm. going to dip it and do it. Mm -hmm. And then day two, the next morning, I want you to come almost naked. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you have on just what you came on earth with. When you popped out your mama's ass, what were you wearing? Mm -hmm. That's what you want to come to. Well, we'll put a robe on. But yeah. that's what you come with. Mm -hmm. Because I want us to be able to fall in love with the, yes. As RuPaul would say, yes. with the drag of it all, and then love yourself. And for me, 
I have gained, I think, 30, 40 pounds mm-hmm. since I've moved here. So it's been about a little over, a, it's been a year and a half since I put this weight on. And it's been so traumatic for me. And I look at myself in the mirror with this new stomach. And I think, Tish, do you like this new body? I really don't. So how do you feel? Like the baddest motherfucker I ever met. <laughs> I still look at myself. I do this little eyebrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look at me. And I get my little dance on, my little sexy dance. Ow, exactly. ow. Because even though it is what it is, I just love being me. I have spent a portion of my life not loving being me in my youth mm-hmm. because of my sexuality. And I'm just not willing to do that again. Well, the thing about it is that you are comfortable with loving yourself. You're comfortable with having a relationship with yourself. So you know that no matter what happens in your exterior, it doesn't depreciate your value. Right. I don't have to like the exterior. Exactly. But it doesn't depreciate. Exactly. It's kind of like those cars that you exactly. that look all run down, but they tell you, oh, this engine yeah. is brand new. Yeah, I've had it for 25 years and it's still going. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They fix the engine. Mm-hmm. They fix those pumps. Mm-hmm. They fix the hoses. They're loving that car. And they leave that rusty exterior on yeah. there and will drive themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that a person that has an issue with their exterior is because they still don't know their own value. It's hard. I think it's difficult. I mean, we were, I think as a whole, as a culture of American culture, we were already having an issue with this. And in the last 20 years, with the social media allegedly connecting us more and more, I think it's pulling us further and further apart. And that's what that is. And the thing about it is that now we live in a world of one, immediate gratification, yes. two, validation. You better give me that immediate gratification, validation. I want immediate validation. Yeah. And the problem <laughs> is that that shit doesn't last. Like, even, like, for example, let's go back to when Prince passed away. Okay, okay. Everybody okay. and their mama. Did she say Prince, y'all? I said, I said Prince. You said it, girl. You know? When he passed away, everybody and their mama, when Michael Jackson passed away, everybody and their mama, oh my God, they were hurt, they were crying, they were doing this, they were buying their stuff. How many of them are still doing it? So, like, there was that immediate validation, that immediate, you know, response, but it doesn't last. Mm-hmm. You see? And, but they, their memory will last forever because they showed up for who they were. They, mm-hmm. weren't, they weren't necessarily looking for that validation. They did what they loved without they did, yeah. waiting, right? So that's what's going to last, the memory of what they created. But the people really going crazy over them all of the time, that's not going to last. Right. So it's the same, the same thing in your life. You know, like, you have to value yourself. You have to validate yourself before you look for other validation if you want mm-hmm. your legacy to last. Your book. My book. The Bitch Protocol. <laughs> the B-I-T-C-H Protocol. <laughs> the B-I-T-C-H Protocol. Yes. It's an acronym. Yes. For what? For beautiful, intelligent, talented, confident, and happy. Why did you decide to call a book Bitch Protocol if it means all those positive things? Because for the longest time, people, I was in everybody's shoes. People made me believe I was a bitch. Maybe, maybe believe because I was outspoken, because I had a different mind frame, because I swim against current, that made me a bitch mm. or a witch. So the Bitch Protocol is here. It's been, it was written to let you know that you can grab anything fucking labels that are thrown at you and make them your own. So I, I took that word and I made it my own. You know what? You're right. I'm a motherfucking bitch because I'm a badass. I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. I'm talented. I'm confident and I'm a happy motherfucker. What are you doing? Y'all heard. <laughs> so I don't know if... I, I think your shirt says it all too. Love your fabulous, fabulous self. self. <laughs> so I own that 
work, but not, but you don't see me walking around calling myself a bitch. But again, you know, I always say it's, it's an acronym and you can take any labels that are put onto you and shift them. So what's in the book? What am I, what am I, gonna, what am I experiencing? Exactly that. If you are actually, it's actually a workbook. The moment you open that book, you start working on yourself. Mm. I explained to you how to get in front of that mirror. Mm -hmm. I explained to you how to, how to gain more uh, positive, you know, self-talk. I explained to you how to start believing in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, there is no possible way you can give yourself permission to be seen or to get out there and do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You can't. You know, um, you get to you get to read stories, different stories of mine. Uh, every single story in that book relates to each chapter okay. on how you know where I lack confidence and if I didn't lack confidence, where would I be now? But that's thing. That's something that I cannot go back and reclaim because it came only once. Mm -hmm. You know. But you know, it's 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 a. Uh, I walk you through my story, and at the same time, you're writing yours. That's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you. How do they find your book? Uh, same thing. You can go to my Instagram, and you can just click on the bio, and you'll be able to find it. Now, you are here today with all your aspirations and your wit and your confidence. What's <laughs> next for you? What are you doing next? I am launching my new app. Okay. I am launching my new app for the, for the longest time since I got injured and I developed this, this disease. I had the biggest breakdown because I was trying to divorce who I was. This, this fiery, creative choreographer, fitness instructor, everything that I loved. Mm -hmm. So I thought I had to put her to bed forever and just create a new me. This new me brought me to the self-development world, to the confidence world, to all of that stuff, right? To how to, how to help women mm -hmm. become more confident and more, and take action, right? More, more courageous, I should say. And I am now, I am now going to get my app finally to where I can actually marry both of them. I can still be who I was born to be okay. and who I've developed, who I've evolved to be. So that's, that's what's next. I am going to offer all of my services through an app, so you will have access to me through your phone, and I am going to be able to check on you to see if you're doing what you said you were doing. I'm pretty much going to be your accountability coach or your mean Jillian Michaels, if you might say that. Because <laughs> I am. I, I mean, once, once, if you want me to be your accountability coach, you're in deep shit because I'm not letting you go until you get there. Right. You know? Sometimes people just need a little motivation and someone to care enough to kind of to hold you accountable. Somebody that believes in them, absolutely. Right, that right. Can, that can see their potential. And that's something that I think I've been blessed with. I'm able to meet somebody and see their actual potential. And I can actually take them there. Well, that's your seal. That's your talent. <laughs> well, now we have reached a part of the show that I really love. What I really, 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 really love. We're about to throw it in the bag, okay? We're about to introduce a new trick to throw in the bag. So for my listening girlfriends, this is the part of the show where we find a trick to help you get that coin. We all in these streets tricking off of this money, all for our dreams, all for these goals, for that house, for that new ponytail that you want to whip around like Ariana, okay? <laughs> But we want to have a tool bag full of tools to help you do that thing, okay? So each girlfriend I talk to, I always get inspired by my girls to throw a new trick into the bag. And today's trick is going to be be willing to show up. When I first sat down and talked with you, Rosa, I had a different trick to throw in the bag. We were, we were talking earlier about what my trick was going to be. Mm -hmm. And as I've been experiencing you for the last 46 minutes on this show, I realized I think the trick, the tool 
that you have pulled off your tool belt in every occasion is being willing to show up. Mm-hmm. And so for my listening girlfriends, that's the tool you want to use is being willing to show up. Because if you don't show up, you can't even be considered for whatever the thing is. So when you are getting home from work and you know your kid needs that extra 15 to 20 minutes of your passion and love just to cuddle, just to talk to you, be willing to show up because that 15 minutes of exhaustion for you means the world to him. Be willing to show up when you don't feel ready to accomplish the day's happenings. You can't expect to reach that thing that you're reaching for. Be willing to show up. Sometimes you're like, I don't feel like it. We all don't fucking feel like it. Be willing to show up. When you get to that space where they're asking you at your job to do that thing that ain't on your freaking job description, that's Susie's thing to do. But you know you want that promotion. You know that you want to level up. Be willing to show up. I could give you stories and tales of times where I was willing to show up. But then that would be negating the times that I didn't show up. So you get it. Be willing to show up. Now, we were thinking, Tangelo, how do I show up when I don't feel like it? I think Ms. Rose said today, Ms. Rosa said today, remember why you arrived at that place in the first place. That would help you be willing to show up. The little girl inside who always dreamt of that place, be willing to show up. For the support around you, I know with me being a high energy, fine laughter kind of guy that people enjoy being around me just because I feel like being happy. I don't always fucking feel like being happy. (laughs) I don't. True. But I'm willing to show up because I'm just, I'm sorry, I made myself an example, y'all. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. But my grandmother loves to just have me around. Mm -hmm. She enjoys just my conversation, so I show up. I don't always want to talk on the phone, but I know how much... It means to her. And then it in turn fills me up. I couldn't have been filled up with that extra something that she going to offer me because she going to leave me with a pearl. She going to leave me with a piece of wisdom. Yes. I couldn't have received that if I didn't show up. I, oh my gosh, I don't want to make this about me, girlfriend. So I'm not going to keep talking stories. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this. I have had a number of experiences that have blessed me way more than I could have ever expected, even getting front row tickets to a Janet Jackson concert. What? Yeah, I got the tickets after I arrived. Someone gave them to me when we were standing in the theater. Wow. Nice. I was willing to show up. Nice. You can't get to that thing if you're not willing to show up. So the tool I want you to practice is being willing to show up. Wake up that extra 15 to 20 minutes so you can meditate. Take that time for yourself. Wake up that extra 15 or 20 minutes to do that little home workout. Wake up that extra 15, 20 minutes so you can prepare that extra little uh, lunch for yourself so you don't have to eat at the job with the nasty, expensive food. And when I mean nasty, not tasty. I mean nasty, full of unhealthy things for your body. Be willing to show up. Miss Rosa? Yes? Do you have a trick to throw in my bag? I love throwing tricks in the bag. <laughs> Can it, 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 does it have to be no, according to other? It doesn't have to so, be anything. It's just what tool I get to put on my belt. Awesome. So I'm going to go back to self-love. I know you guys are going to be so sick and tired of this, <laughs> but I don't give a damn because I promise you once you, once you master it, your life is going to change. Your outlook, your, your paradigm, everything's going to shift. Can I, so, yes. Before you go into I'm sorry, just a random thought. Who is a person 
who we might know. So I'm going to go into like a celebrity person. Mm-hmm. Is there a person in that world that me and my girlfriends might know who you would say exemplifies self-love? Oh, I've never thought about it because mm-hmm. I'm not very much a person that looks out. Right, right, right. I get so, it. Yeah. And I knew it was weird because my hand thinks like the Oprah and she, do you think she exudes the self-love? I would say so because she does take her time absolutely to to go within. I mean, I would say so. Any, any type of guru, definitely monks. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they spend time in silence with themselves. To go within. Then, yes. So I think anybody, any person that is really, really promoting going within can teach you a lot about self-love. But I think what what is missing out there, maybe I'm wrong, but this is what I learned in my sabbatical, and I would love to, to give it to your to your audience, is the fact that self-love doesn't come easy, especially if you're not used to it. Self-love, you think, oh, I'm going to take a bath. That's self-care. That's not self-love. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go get a massage or a facial. That's self-care. That's not self-love. Right. You know? Um, self-love is hating the fact that you're on a freaking diet, but you know it's good for yourself, so you have to get up and cook yourself some shit that you don't like. Because I love But myself. you know that is good for you and is going to take your pain away. That is self-love. Doing something that's so fucking uncomfortable for you, but is good for you. That is self-love. And the gag is, we'll do that for other people all day. Exactly. You will do that really quick for your grandma, for your kid, for your husband. Right. Yes. I get up extra early because I know that he needs his medication. Yes. So I wake up extra early and then in the dark, give him medication. And, and even if they bad. don't like it, you make sure they do it anyway because it's going to help them. So I'm going to resort back. What's our trick, baby girl? The trick is if you don't know how to do this for yourself, then get the fuck out of yourself. For example, my name is Rosa Alejandra. In order for me to to accomplish this, I literally had to get in front of the mirror and I was Rosa. The girl in the mirror was Alejandra. And I promised her, I said, I am sorry for everything that I've allowed to happen to you. This is no longer going to happen, not on my watch, because I love you. I will take care of you from this point on. You tell me what you need. I will listen. And I promise you that as long as it's on my watch, you're going to eat right. You're going to be pain free. You're going to go through all this because I'm going to take care of you from this point on. So the trick would be, Separate yourself a little bit. However, don't stay separated all the time because then you're going to go nuts. But, <laughs> and then, but, you, but you, you'll know, I mean, I, within, within four days of me practicing this, maybe for some people will be faster, but for some people will be even more difficult and more, longer. But within four days, I was back to just one person. Mm. But I, I clearly, and I'm going to tell you this really quick. I'm sorry I'm taking some time here. You're fine. But the very first time I decided to make myself a special dish that I didn't like, I kid you not, when I sat down to Angela okay, okay, okay. and I was about to eat it, I heard outside of myself, right here above my right ear, I heard, but we don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I heard it so clearly because I was so determined to, to be into myself. Right. I actually turned to the right, looked up and I said, but we're going to try it. There was nobody there, but I heard right, right. I heard that defeating voice that we all have in our yes, head. Yes, yes, yes. And I said, but we're going to try it. And she said, but I don't like it. I told her, I don't give a fuck. And I ate. And guess what? It was actually good. It was good. It was delicious. And I was full. And I almost wanted to fight with her. So now what's up? But she wasn't there anymore. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You had dealt with so, it. So you, exactly. So just, you know, separate yourself a little bit and look at yourself the way you would look at your kid, at your husband, at your significant other, whoever, somebody that you love so much. Separate and look at yourself in the, through those eyes and start taking care of yourself. Give yourself that self-love. So that's the trick. Separate just a little bit. So you can look back and see yourself. Exactly. 
I thought it was interesting that you mentioned apologizing to yourself. Oh my God, yes. It's and so then important. you have to, after you apologize, I guess it's important to forgive yourself. Yes, you apologize, you forgive, and then you make a promise, and then you fulfill. Hmm. Yes. I don't know if I've ever, I don't even know what I should apologize to myself for. You if know you what? If you get in front of that mirror, the mirror will tell you. I feel like it's coming to me now. I, yeah. I can think of things that I could stand to forgive myself Absolutely. for. Absolutely. But I think, even, now I think as I'm processing this, I can find things to forgive myself for. And to be honest with you, girlfriend, as I'm thinking, apologizing to myself is the easiest part. Then forgiving myself would be the next challenge. But here's the gag. To actually make the change and not doing the thing again. Well, that's why you have to make a promise. To fulfill the promise mm -hmm, exactly. is where the work comes in. Exactly. Because let's just And that's why you need that help, that hand that can hold you right. responsible for it. Because at the end of the day, the thing about it is people beat themselves up because they cannot fulfill that promise. Right. But there is no way you can fulfill that promise if your programming has always been the other way around and you've lived a long life yep. living with that program. Yeah. And, I, and it makes perfect sense. Let's just say with me, one of my, one of my programming issues is an addiction to sugar. I love a snack, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. I don't like chocolate, so I luck out in that regard. Mm -hmm. But I like everything else. Mm -hmm. And so to think that I can forgive myself for the bad choices I continue to make when I know I shouldn't have that thing, and um, then I have to go to the dentist and have my teeth pulled because I didn't take care of those, and so all the teeth in my head aren't mine. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then to see that I can't fit into my gorgeous collection of clothing, I have to forgive myself and then promise, and more, more so, hold through to not do those things anymore. And to think that I can do that by myself would just be asinine. You would suffer. Because it's not possible. Like, there's a recipe there, girls. There's a recipe. Yes. And if the ingredients to the recipe cause for this thing, you can't just make a change in your head, which is adding up a little bit of something, and right. think the recipe's going to change. No, you're going to get a cake. It'll just be a salty cake. Right. But if you're trying to make croissants, <laughs> you might need to get somebody to teach you how to make a croissant. Exactly. If you're great at making cakes. I'm going to try some of this. I hope I turn out to be better than I was when I got here. You need to come to my mirror method. I'm going to have to. I remember you first talking about the mirror method. I was like, that's a peculiar way to approach that. <laughs> that's because you're afraid of, of your image. I can't. I would think in my head I'm not, but I can't, I can't argue you. Well, well no, it's, it's not just that. It's just that people, when I say you're afraid of your own image, people take it as a negative connotation. Really, it's not. You could be afraid of your grandeur. You could be afraid of your smallness. You could be afraid of, you know, I mean, it, you can be afraid of so many different things. You could be afraid of your shadow, but you can also be afraid of your light. But you won't know until we get you in front of that mirror. You better stop it today. And I, I have didn't, chills again. <laughs> I didn't even, I'm so sick of you right so, now. So I'm it's so not a sick of you right <laughs> now. You better get off my ego. You better get off my ego right now. He don't like what you're talking about. Because now you're trying to make us think it's a flaw. Well, but because, no, because once I put your ego in front of the mirror, your ego is going to start shrinking and then you're going to start Right, and that's shrink. where the problem exactly. is because the ego don't want to shrink. Exactly. But to what you said, though, I'm not, I'm not crushing you, ego. Yes. I'm not crushing no. you. You can still be big and bold. Yes. You just need to be tamed a little bit, boo. Exactly. You need to be in a... You because, because the real T. Angelo has to come out. The, your ego is just the facade to what you're capable of. So if you move that shit a little bit to the side, then the real T. Angelo is going gonna, is gonna to come out. 
I am so sick of her right now. <laughs> I didn't come here to be coached. <laughs> Did I just coach you? I'm going to bill you, babe. Okay. Where's this invoice? Send it back. Okay. No, that is beautiful. This is great. I'm going to have to spend a lot of time, you know, replaying this. This is a lot of great stuff. Girlfriends, we're going to sit here with my girlfriend, Rosa, and Alejandra. Did I say it right? You, you did it right. Bro. I really feel like you sound better saying your own name. You're right. <laughs> the unstoppable badass girlfriends, and you can find where can we find you again. Instagram. I'm definitely uh, trying to grow my Instagram as much as possible. Um, the unstoppable badass. Um, that's it. I was gonna say .com, but no. No. <laughs> no. That's so awesome. Girlfriends, we have truly had a fun-filled afternoon, evening, morning, whatever part of the day you in. And if you are jogging, driving, drinking, maybe you are doing the laundry, washing the dishes, and preparing dinner. I do all of these things while I'm listening to podcasts. Maybe you're ignoring the children. <laughs> I do that with podcasts also. <laughs> but uh, we just thank you for hanging out with us. Rosa. This has been tremendous. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And I appreciate you sharing so much and really opening up to us. This has been so enlightening. And I think the conversation of chronic pain, I didn't necessarily think it connected to my life Mm -hmm. as much as through this conversation. I realized that my mother and my spouse... Mm -hmm. You know, and others. I can think of others. Oh, who's yeah, yeah. And the pain, just FYI, girlfriends, what I'm learning is the chronic pain, what she's experiencing is physical. But some people are going through mental pains. And I know people in my space right now who are suffering from the chronic pain of, even if you're like a, um, a, um, if you're an introvert mm-hmm. and you wish you could be more extroverted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be an extrovert. I want to just be more extroverted. They are also suffering That's from chronic pain. Yeah. And, and chronic pain, with wherever it starts, it always keeps attacking different areas of your life. Right. You go into depression, you go into you know, mental issues, you go into self-sabotage, you go, into, you go back in that loop of, I'm not enough. I'm it's, not it's, enough. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's really, it's, pain, whether it's emotional, mental, or physical, is extremely toxic to every single area of mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Well, Rosa, this, I mean, we, we've had so much to talk about today. I know, I know. This we overwhelmed them, but we gave them a lot to think about you as did. well. You did. You definitely have and to replay this one. As well. I probably should have started this show off with saying, have a notebook handy. <laughs> right? I'm sure, but they can come back and play it again. So. Indeed. Well, thank you so very much, girlfriends. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. But it was so much good, good. We done threw some stuff in the bag. We done had some sips on something. It's been amazing and awesome. So be sure to please download, subscribe, Subscribe, review to the Male Girlfriend Podcast, and share with your girls. Post and share, share, share. We need our tribe to come together so we can all continue to work to live our fulfilled lives. I love you. I see you, and I appreciate you. Until next time, Miss Beautiful, this is your boy, Tiangelo, and you continue to live life to the fullest. Ciao.